Hey girl, and welcome back to the So What Happened Was podcast. I am Sonia, and today has been one of those days, okay? Because your girl went through it. I cried today and I cried yesterday, and before you think I'm pathetic or feel bad for me, um, it's a good thing. I mean, we all need to cry sometime. We need to let it out and, and release it somehow. I always tell my son that we're like volcanoes, right? So as long as we let some of that hot air come out before we erupt, we're going to be all right. I mean, we all have it in us. We all have it in us to go absolutely berserko. And as I'm getting older and with all the work and therapy that I'm doing, I'm trying my very best not to be a hot ass mess. Oh my gosh, I should be a rapper. Um, <laughs> but for real, I catch myself before I really go off. I mean, before, before Jude, so I don't want to say BJ, Lord have mercy, but before Jude, things were different. I mean, I would be the first to attack you, chop your head off and um, slap your mama. Like I would go crazy. And it has a lot to do with like the way that I was raised. It was very Lord of the Flies. We were all out for ourselves and, you know, my dad wasn't around. Um, My mom was very busy with work and we just spent a lot of time alone and really like doing our own form or our own sorts of um like conflict resolution but for the most part it was a lot of yelling or hitting and now that I have a son and I want to change that all this uh, anybody that has a kid I would hope would want things to be different and not just say that's how they did it when I was younger because most of the time our parents are like us and trying to figure it out and I would hope that people are actively trying to break those generational curses like alcoholism or abuse, um, whether that be emotional, physical, you know, mental abuse. Like there's just so many horrible things out there that we probably were raised with. And it also teaches us how to deal with conflict. Now, I had mentioned in, I think, two episodes ago, was it the, I think it was called The Chains That We Break. I think that's the episode where I talked about that really scary dream that I had. And the wild thing is, is that my siblings all said that they have only had nightmares in my mom's house. Like we've only had those very vivid dreams of the devil in my mom's house, which is like creepy and it gives me the chills just even talking about it because of how real and scary those dreams have been for us. And the fact that we're all grown ass people and I just now mentioned it to them and they all stopped me before I can even finish my sentence. They all said they too had dreams like that in my house. So, or at my mom's house. So it just ties in perfectly of the whole like the way that we were raised is how we are now or we're trying to fight those things but a lot of times they're like in us they're in our bones right I was listening to a podcast with Steve-O in it I think he was the guest because I know he has his own his own um, podcast but I had heard him say the reason why he didn't want to have children was because the likelihood of his children being addicts or addicted to, I mean, anything, 
addicted to alcohol or drugs like is very high because it's in his blood it's in him it's in his parents and the likelihood of it being passed down is really good so he did not even want to chance it which I thought was awesome and very bold of him to say because I know there's so many people who are struggling with infertility and just feel like it's such a waste you know I too had that feeling though I didn't want to have children at all I've known this since a really early age because of how it was growing up I just didn't want to end up like my mom no shade but just more in the in the sense of like not having someone there to help her and I know the struggles that she had I heard her crying and it was just awful and I try to restrain myself and refrain from crying and giving my son those experiences because I don't ever want him to worry about me like I know at least he's never had to worry about money, although when he was a baby, he had no clue that he was raised by someone who was very um, immature and broke and irresponsible. And I just was just living like I was a teenager, but I was 25 when I gave birth to my son and I might as well have been 16 because that's how I felt. Like I was not ready and I had no choice but to grow up really fast within those nine months plus because my son was late um it's tough I mean childhood sucks you know I was having this really deep conversation about our the the way that people deal with conflict last night with my best friend and her husband and he was the way that he was raised was very similar to mine except for I mean I lost my dad a few few years ago and the anniversary was death just passed like a couple of days ago so it always makes me think of him and unfortunately it's a lot of like negative things and um it reminds me of the things that I get triggered by to this day I mean the biggest thing would definitely have to be being ignored and I think this is why my conflict style or the way that I fight and argue might seem very like combative or confrontational but it's not really it's more of my anxiety and the way that I was raised and how I just desperately wanted my dad to say something in those periods where he would completely ignore me um I remember him calling the house and not answering me when I said hello and he would hang up and he would call back again and keep calling, 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 calling and he would keep hanging up if you heard my voice until he was frustrated and I was frustrated like who the frick is playing on this phone and it was my dad and he would just say let me talk to your sister and just like cool you know How, how hurtful is that or I went from eighth grade I believe all the way until my high school graduation um, without seeing him and without speaking to him and uh, most of my adulthood as well and you know obviously he passed away and it was just have always been this really weird um, disconnect with him and, and I can see how I became so clingy and my attachment style is very insecure um, and the way I kind of self-sabotaged in some of my relationships and the way or my awareness now is definitely working in my favor, favor 
before I would have like the loosest boundaries in, in the world. I mean, boundaries, again, if you don't know what those are, it's pretty much like a set of rules that you have for yourself to keep yourself protected from bad things, bad feelings, and you want to keep all those good feelings and um, good things close to you. So that's what the, the, the whole idea of boundaries is. So now I refuse to allow anyone that looks, sounds, and acts like my father and or anybody that has hurt, hurt me in the past. I just don't want to get into the habit of keeping people around who need to be let go of right then and there. Not saying chances, but I mean, if someone really, 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 really disrespects you, it's time to go, you know? And even though I had a really hard day, I'm still able to stay present in the moment knowing that I'm still blessed. I'm still, I still got it, girl. Like it's not over with. It's just difficult, you know? And I've got my son watching me, so I have to keep my shit together. I can't completely lose it because he's counting on me because I am literally teaching him how to deal with real life situations when he gets older. I don't want him to say like my mom just went crazy, so I'm going crazy. No, I want him to say my mom kept a real cute, classy Michelle Obama when they go low, I go high. Yes, girl, that's what we do, you know, because I feel like that cuts people deeper. I feel like that pisses people off more when we keep it real cute and chill because I feel like a lot of times when people get crazy with you, they want you to get crazy too. Now, this is something that I talked about in the conversation I had yesterday with my, my friend's husband. I said, a lot of times when people get real emotional, and that does not mean like crying, emotional, like screaming, yelling, you know, whatever, that's also emotion. So in, in the case that we were talking about, yelling, when someone gets aggressive and, and yells and is in your face, they're really demanding a response because they feel like the other person has must have wronged them. Now, I'm speaking in specifically in like romantic relationships or maybe in in um, a relationship with like your father, your mother, your sister, what have you, or your children. We get emotionally riled up because we feel like we've been wronged or they don't care, right? So we're like, what the fuck? But the other person, if they're way of dealing with conflict is to like shut down, walk away, drive away, run away and say nothing and come back and pretend like nothing ever happened. Oh no. Oh no, baby. Like for me, I will want to kick your ass when you come back. You know what I mean? I want to still talk about it. Like it's not done yet. That's why I like to just go full on. Let's fix this right now. So that way I can stop holding my breath. That way we can get over the weird, awkward part. So it was very difficult for me um, dealing with conflict with someone, I'm specifically talking about my like son's dad. He is that type of person that he will like shove things under the rug, pretend like it never happened because it's too much. It's too much to handle. It's too much to deal with. And I know it's a struggle for a lot of people, including me, with accountability. We don't like admitting we're wrong. We don't like admitting, uh, admitting that we're like fucking up, you know, or or we let people down, or it's, it's a lot of guilt to hold, a lot of shame to hold when those things happen, especially when someone that you care about calls you out. You're like, bitch, you turn red, your face is all hot, and in my case, I'm, you know, breaking out in hives, but it's necessary. It's necessary to move on and keep that respect. Now, something that I told my son in the car on my way home with him today, because 
some shit went down with him and his dad and and at school today like he was misbehaving and he got in trouble so I had to let him know in the easiest way for him to understand because sometimes us parents or older people I mean we have parents you don't have to have kids to, to understand what I'm saying here sometimes people say too much and you kind of lose the message that you're trying to give you know what I'm saying so as sweet short as possible I just told him once you disrespect somebody you are now allowing them to disrespect you you're saying all right fuck you okay now you can say fuck you back to me like wait hold on you can't get upset when you disrespect somebody and expect them not to disrespect you like that's just not how it works and this is the reason why I try my hardest um, without playing myself to respect my son like yes I know I'm the boss and I'm I'm his mom but at the end of the day the way we treat our children is ultimately how they're going to go out into the world and treat others so there has to be a level of respect there it's difficult it is really difficult to um, give people Jesus if you will um, especially when I'm irritated or when I'm disappointed or or overall just angry and frustrated with the fact that I am doing so much on my own. Yesterday I got very emotional talking about this because it's true. Um, my friend's husband said, I pray for you because I, I, I just feel like maybe you are lonely. Maybe and that's got to be lonely. I remember hearing my mom crying and I'm like, oh my God, you know, yeah, that happened to my mom too. And I, I guess I, I feel lonely too, but it's more of a, I'm, I'm exhausted. I, I'm pissed that I have to be two people instead of just me. How come I can't just be me? I wish I had someone to tag team this hard thing called life with. That's the hard part. And I don't want to go on dating apps looking for someone to just be my partner and help me out because I've got a lot of shit on my plate. You know what I mean? Like that's what I don't want to do. Like I definitely don't need anybody to take care of me because I got that part down packed. Um, No one needs to help me raise my kid. But in the back of my mind, I really do wish I had someone to call my own and to love and protect me because I feel like I'm always on guard. I wish I had someone with me to, to relieve me of my duties. And a big part of the reason why I don't feel like I could ever go back to my last relationship is because I just don't see anything attractive about the fact that I would have more on my plate versus someone helping me because that's where I came from and that's why things really just didn't work out because I was just so overwhelmed and the resentment build up so thick and heavy that it's just I cannot return to that there's just more cons than pros and that's something that this first step in in a relationship right and this goes for everything. This goes for your work. This goes for your, your relationship with your siblings or with your parents or um, anything. I mean, your your career path, uh, if you're in school right now, whether or not you're going to continue or drop out, everything and anything, you have to make a list of pros and cons and really determine whether or not you're wasting your time. And for me, I'm a list master. I make lists for everything. Um, I have lists for lists. Like that's how psycho I am about these lists. It literally, you know, um, but metaphorically speaking, 
it's 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 so wise to have the awareness to to know like yeah okay it sounds cute or maybe the broken parts of me inside the little girl in me doesn't want to be alone it doesn't want to be left again but the grown-ass woman in me is saying girl you got this is cool like the lord's got you too Ooh, there i go with the rapping again i'm i'm just I just have to keep reminding myself that I really don't need anybody to be complete. I still can do it. Maybe not all in one night. And I can take some of the tasks that I have today into tomorrow. And and it's okay to be late to upload. It's okay to take another week off. It's something that I've been struggling with my entire career on YouTube is just feeling like I got in my own way. But in reality... For as far as I've gone and has as as much money as I've been able to make, I mean, it sounds like stupid saying that, but honestly, like I might not have made like Jacqueline Hill money where I'm living in a mansion and and I can, you know, make one video a year and still make money. No shade. I like love her, but I wish like that's just not where I'm set up with you know what I mean but then also that what comes with that territory is all the hate that she gets all the pressure she gets and I'm sure she's got to be like struggling with anxiety and depression and and feeling like I wish I would trade you bitch in a heartbeat you know what I mean so I have to be grateful for what I've got because no ain't nobody harassing me about nothing you know about nothing you guys want to know what happened to one of my last friends and what's going on with my son's dad but like no one's really picking me apart anymore that used to really trouble me but now I just I'm so grateful and it helps gratitude really does wonders before I used to just bitch about everything that's going on and just feel so like like a little bitch you know now I'm like hell no I'll have my moments where I'll cry because it's the truth I am overwhelmed I do feel like I'm like praying to God like where Lord please send me my victory like oh my goodness it just feels like every freaking day it's something, you know, like, and then I slap myself out of it and I'm like, hell no, I got this. The devil's a liar. I'm not going to give up. I can take my breaks and I know I've got faithful followers who are listening and supporting me and commenting and sharing and I, I, I just have to focus on that. We always get so hard on ourselves. So I hope whoever's listening to this, you you can give yourself a break and know that you're doing the best that you can. And if you're not, bitch, you better do that. And speaking of doing our best, that kind of reminds me of The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I'll make sure to post something about it on social media. But it's a really easy to read book that is like $5 at Target. Um, And it's a book that I've read and purchased multiple times because I keep giving it away. And it's something that I need to constantly remind myself of. I've also even printed these things out and framed them and they're hanging up in my house because I need to be reminded of these four agreements that we make with ourselves. It's a self-help book for sure. It's a short, short little book and it's so powerful because it means a lot. I know I've been like raving about this book off and on for years and it keeps popping up with newer influencers i'm like bitch you're late to the show i've been talking about these damn four agreements and and he's on to something he also wrote another book to follow that it was like the fifth agreement so you guys have to get them if you have not already but the always do your best agreement i think that's the fourth one and it's 
Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you are healthy opposed to sick. Under any circumstance, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. So going back to that first line, your best is going to change from moment to moment. And this is the kind of grace that you need to give yourselves because when you're just having a hard day, how are you expected to fully function? For anything in your relationship with your parenting with your cooking with your hygiene girl with anything you know it changes from day to day when you're feeling pumped up motivated hot you're gonna crush that day you know what i mean but when you're having like the worst day ever you're bloated you're probably got some crazy gas you can't trust your farts girl it's gonna be a struggle it's gonna be a struggle so i just recommend everybody doing your best at all times like i mean i'm doing my best doing this podcast right here okay I don't have my professional equipment on. I have the door to the restroom open. I'm hoping it doesn't sound like I'm I'm um, testifying at church. Lord have mercy. Um, my favorite one would definitely have to be don't take anything personally. I believe that's agreement number two. And that's the one that I struggle with the most because I take everything personally. Even if I don't say it out loud, it, it goes straight to my core. And the little girl in me is like crying all the time. And I really have to stop that shit. Like, this is why I have to reread the four agreements constantly. So it says, nothing others do is because of you. And what others say and do is a projection of their own reality. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. So when we finally figure out that your coworker, that's always a freaking biatch to you, um, she's a biatch to you because of her own problems, her own reality, her own um, thoughts of herself and what's going on at home and not because of you. Because when we have the knowledge of how powerful our words were, I feel like everybody would be protecting each other. Um, for instance, personally speaking, um, well, that goes hand in hand with the first agreement, which is be impeccable with your word. You want to speak with integrity and say only what you mean and avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. You want to make sure that you use the power of your own words in the direction of truth and love. Don't play yourself, okay? You don't want to push people away or um, even people who don't even freaking know you. Just hearing a story about somebody, you're like, damn, I don't want to ever want to get next to that girl. She's crazy, you know? And that's why it's so important for us to really say what we mean. You can't be like, she's a crazy ass bitch. And then when you see her, like, hey, girl, I missed you. No, no, no. That's why I recently had to cut off a couple of my friends because there were some sour grapes. And the, the sad thing was is that the main girl... I really thought she was my good friend and little did I know she was like talking badly about these other girls who I was friendly with to me and making me feel a certain type of way about them and she was making them feel the same way about me. So it was just like a whole blender of shit essentially and it's sad but now that that one person was removed, everybody's much more positive Everybody leaves a conversation or um, 
our gatherings together nice and happy and calm and not feeling like we have to run and text each other behind each other's backs and be like, what the fuck was that? You know, that's happened to me a lot. And it's so immature and childish, but when we say what we mean, we're also holding boundaries. We're also holding people accountable for the way that they talk to us and how they treat us. You know what I mean? So that's that's so powerful. And I hope that if you got anything out of this whole episode is to be impeccable with your word. Say what you freaking mean. Don't tell your man to get out of here, get lost because you never want to be with him ever again. You're going to go find somebody else that's better than him. Like you don't ever want to say things like that. Never, never, ever, 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 ever. Because the he did listen to that and he never came back and you're just playing games. Like you use the words against yourself. You see what I'm saying there? Just like if you were to be like, you're lazy and ungrateful to your children, which is something I've said myself, you're actually like pushing your kids away from you. And that's using the word against yourself. So be careful out there. When you guys are gossiping, remember when you're talking a bunch of shit about somebody else, the person you're talking to should be like, damn, I wonder what she's talking about, what she's saying about me behind my back. You know what I mean? That's the kind of stuff that could really turn around and bite you in the butt. Like you have to be careful out there in the streets, y'all. Another thing is don't make any assumptions. That's the third agreement, I believe. Um, Find the courage to ask questions to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstanding, sadness, and dramas with just... You can completely transform your life with just this one agreement. How many times have we been too fearful to tell people how we really felt? You know what I mean? like really felt whether that be your boss whether that be your parents whether that be your boyfriend like you really want to get married or you really want that raise or you really want um, to tell your boss to go jump off a cliff (laughs) okay maybe not that one but you know what I mean like for me personally speaking because I can't hear your guys' response but for me that happened a lot in my career that happened a lot with my ex management Um, I was tiptoeing a lot, making a lot of excuses for them. And I felt so like bad about myself. I felt like I was guilty for not being as young and successful and viral and, and just out there as their other clients. And that's some bullshit because I'm good all by myself. I don't need to be naked in the streets. I don't need to be talking about anything um, like scandalous, like, you know, dragging other influencers. That's just not my style. Like, I'm sure I can get some views if I start telling you guys all the, the dirt I know about all these crazy influencers and the people who I don't even talk to anymore. Oh, sure. But what kind of person that would that make me? I mean, that would make me no better than the people I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? So that's why... You just have to just ask for what you want. And for me, I really wanted to just like detach myself from my old management because I was starting to feel a certain type of way. They did it for me and I cried about it because I was like really like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. It's kind of like when you really want to break up and then you don't, you don't want to be the one to do it. But when they finally do it, you're like, fuck, that's exactly what happened. Just make sure you guys ask 
for what you want and communicate correctly. I can't even tell you how many times I've talked to my girlfriends and they're fighting with their boyfriends or their husbands and I'm like, bitch, you can't say that. You can't, you can't call him low down, dirty, ugly like his mama. No, you can't, you can't go there. You have to be careful with what you freaking say. And you can't be like, I'm never doing this again. I'm never going back to him again. Never. Ne Girl, I don't even know how many times I said never and that boy was all up in my bed. Ugh. So say what you mean, please. Be impeccable with the word. Don't take any of the shit out here in the streets personally please and thank you and always do your best y'all it's been a struggle I'm, I'm literally holding my head up my big huge watermelon head up with my hand getting all sore and getting a cramp in my elbow because um I can't wait to sit on the couch and chill read your guys's comments and just be so grateful for the hot ass mess of the day because I was able to have that I could have got hit by a car you know, and it would have been over with my son. Something could have happened to my son. Nothing did because God is good and I still got it. And so do you. And I'm so appreciative of the time that we spent together. Um, and who knows, maybe I'll take this episode down and give you guys something else. But for those of you who are a part of listener support, I got you. Okay. I owe, I owed you and I didn't want to let you down because I do appreciate you. And I do want to be impeccable with my word because I do say what I mean. And if I am telling you there's going to be a weekly episode, this is it, y'all. Okay? Say what you mean. I love you. Did you hear that? I love you. Take care. And we'll chat soon. Bye.